to the Reverse Psychology Rewind. This is a bonus episode discussing the recently released new season of Frasier. It's episode four, Trivial Pursuits. If you haven't yet watched this episode, you may want to pause this podcast because there will be spoilers. I'm Curtis Shack, and joining me is Ryan Sansone. Curtis, good to be here. I don't know. that Maybe we can, we can break it down for them first, then they could watch the episode. Maybe they'd like that. I don't know. Maybe after this breakdown, they won't want to watch the episode. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll cover it in full. <laughs> Save them some time. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I obviously wasn't able to join last episode, had some thoughts, but you guys did a great job breaking it down. You were tortured that you couldn't interrogate uh, Lawrence more about his stance on finales. I know, some really interesting stuff he was dropping. Well, he might drop by again. How do you, how do you feel about finales, Kurt? That's a great question. I, I'm generally a completist. I, I've had shows or things that I've stopped in like the middle and just said enough is enough, but... Generally speaking, I try to, to hold out until the last episode. And uh, sometimes, like like Lauren said, sometimes finales are just really bad. They just ruin, you know, what the show had done. But I've seen enough really good ones that make me feel good about the send-off of the characters that I, I think they're worthwhile. Yeah, too bad that Frasier's a bad example. As you know, I started with the finale for Frasier. So it's only been uphill from there. I remember the, the finale because it's a two-parter. I remember thinking that the first part was awful, and that proved true <laughs> on the rewatch. But I remember really liking kind of the... Like, I, I thought the Charlotte... He's going to Chicago, not San Francisco. I thought that was sort of nice. And I, I kind of liked, I think, the way the show kind of ended things for all the characters. But yeah, it's, it's weird to start there. <laughs> Definitely a different vibe. Definitely a different vibe. I am excited to see how this one finales. Because I'll be interested to see if, if we leave the door open for another season or if this is like a one and done situation and it's clear by the finale. Like, you know, Fraser Crane dies at the end. Yeah, I, I wonder if... They'd pull Marvel or Star Wars or any of these any of these sci-fi franchises that like characters never really die. Like I, I could see them being like, okay, we're gonna do a finale. We're gonna we're gonna kill off Frazier. It's gonna be really touching, and then they'll get renewed for a second season, and they'll just bring him back somehow. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I would I'd like to see how they work their way around that. Clearly, the writing's uh, fallen off a tiny bit. They'd be they'd be tough to negotiate. Also, what if but, we get the Thanos snap? What if they just uh, that's how Frasier ends the season? It takes place in the Marvel universe. If this was a Disney property and not a Paramount Plus property, I think that would be almost likely. <laughs> they'd have the tie in, bring <laughs> Frasier into the MCU. Somehow it ties into the Loki season too. Before we get into this episode, since I wasn't on last episode, I would have loved if we would have done a whole episode of Frasier's TV show. But I knew as soon as. You heard about the pig, the yeah. world's smartest pig. You were in. You were like ready to watch that full episode for sure. I, w- I was in when they did that. When they clipped back to it, like to set up for some jokes later, I, th- I we should have just stayed there. And then we could have dealt with the fallout this episode, but it's fine. Instead, we're moving on with regular stories. Well, let's talk about one of those regular stories. Yes, please. <laughs> So we're in the, this this bar. I gotta say, this was my first Alan moment I didn't like. So Alan buying an expensive, like a, a comically expensive drink, and then promising to tip two dollars, and then taking one of the dollars away. Just not good form, Alan. This is not not okay. Yeah, it didn't it didn't really match his character. But I he, I thought he was still entertaining throughout this whole scene. I actually thought, um, is it Olivia? Is she the yes, Olivia? I thought this was her best scene so far yeah her being weirdly competitive in a trivia night that cracks like that feels like something that 
is less weird than her competing with her sister over who she can hire. Like that's just yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a more organic uh, outlet for her strange competitiveness. Yeah, this is a good episode for her for sure. So we're doing bar trivia. We got Eve playing MC and bartender. That's a lot. You don't usually, you don't usually say that. <laughs> Has anybody who writes this show ever seen or been to a trivia night? Because um, I don't think they've ever been to a bar. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> This was the most attentive and quiet bar crowd yeah. for a trivia night I've ever seen. She says, hey, everybody, we're doing trivia now. And everybody goes completely quiet. There's no music in the background. She has the floor. Yeah. Also, did our did our two main teams, are they the only ones who scored? Did no one else at bar trivia even take a shot? I, I mean, we, we they do sort of a weird montage that takes way too long. Uh, yeah. But they, uh, in the montage, you're right. They don't highlight any other teams at all. Actually, it would have been fun if, like, the French team, like, chimed in randomly with, like, a very Anglophile question or something. Like, if they were the ones fighting uh, for Shakespeare, like, that would have been fun. Or even let them just take a dive, get some wrong, make our guys look smarter. But, yeah, it was weird that you introduced these teams just for the joke of the team name and then don't use them for any other purpose. Also, like, it's a take turns, like, somebody is keeping score. It's, like... They have buzzers. They buzz in. What has yeah. that ever happened? I mean, it would be fun, but... Is this is... what Harvard bars are like? Maybe. It's like a Harvard? Maybe all Harvard bars have buzzes. I hope they do. That would be a sell. Yeah, I would head over there. If you've, if you've ever been to Harvard, please reach out to us on Reverse Icon and tell us <laughs> tell us what you, what you saw. Let us, uh, let us infidels know that we're missing out on the Harvard bar trivia scene. Yeah, I also like that it's like, it's such a Harvard bar that it's exclusively department heads have like put together their like department yeah. <laughs> teams and the firemen. Like that's <laughs> firefighters, the only other people that show up. Well, one guy's a Harvard dropout. I liked the Lilith joke that the Fraser drops in the, in the middle of bar trivia. My ex-wife Lilith. I'm kidding. The Arctic Circle. <laughs> that was probably my favorite. Favorite joke from this whole bit. If the joke wasn't so obvious, like, of course, there's going to be something about cold. Like, yeah. it, it was very telegraphed. And it's like when he does that at home with Niles and Daphne and shit, like, they know Lilith. So it makes sense for him to tell a joke like that to them. But I don't think anybody in this bar, except for Freddie, who it's his mother. Oh. Sorry, Frederick. Like, the only person <laughs> that joke could be for is offended by it. Like, I don't understand. The why don't you? Why don't you think that Lil is now a household name if Frasier is literally everyone's favorite celebrity? You don't think? Oh. You don't think Lil has been on the show? Oh my gosh! Well, let me put on my thinking cap, and <laughs> I got to tell you that that makes a lot I'm of sure sense. She's been one of uh, Frasier's uh, favorite things. I doubt that, but. Um, I'm sure she was integral to the show. Another good bit. Love that he uh, refuses to acknowledge Oregon Rieslings. I, I thought that was a fun Fraser quip. Yeah, that was good. I loved Olivia taunting the the fireman and then putting out the candle. Oh, that was actually really cool. I really liked yeah. that. <laughs> I was very into her in that moment. Yeah, it turns out bar trivia is the the perfect vehicle for Olivia, top to bottom. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be a theme for this episode, but a lot of the scenes are just, they, they need to tighten them up because I yeah. start to lose interest. I, I can't really focus for the whole thing. This episode feels long and, and every scene feels long. I thought to myself, these background actors in the bar who are just there to sit and pretend to participate in trivia, like I hope they gave them real beer because they need it. <laughs> well, they're not doing anything. They might as well have been hammered the rest of the way. 
Exactly. So is this the first time we've seen this new kitchen? I Yeah, I, I think so. I didn't feel particularly familiar with it. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, you'd expect that, but yeah. You know what? Here's something we didn't talk about yet. What is the shape of this building? How is how is there a single bedroom apartment across from a two-floor apartment? Like, what is happening? Like most uh, TV show sets, it doesn't have to conform to the laws of physics or even just basic layout planning. But This one's bonkers, though. You're you're talking like the kitchen is bigger than their whole apartment. It's it's a huge kitchen. But whatever, you know, we have to have good back and forth about cassolettes. Cassoulet. I want to try a cassolette. Fraser sold me on that guy. Yeah, what uh, do we know what that is? It's, he said it's a richer cousin of the of chili. So Freddie says in this scene that he designed a t-shirt and brags about the immaculate stitching. <laughs> well, the lack the lack of stitching. First of all, it's not a very it's just words on a Sure. Like there's nothing impressive about like the design of the logo, which is what I thought he was saying, that he just designed like the thing they had screen printed. But then he says it's the stitching that's great. And I'm like, you made a long sleeve tee? Like, what are you talking about? Very kind of thing people make or design. Like you hundred percent don't know. Oh yeah, he, he might have designed it, the world's easiest shirt to design. Sure. But yeah, he does imply that he sewed it together, I guess, or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Equally confused. Also, I would not be bragging about that very regular shirt, regardless of lack of stitching. Very, very clearly screen printed. So I don't know yeah, what. It, it didn't make sense. It, it almost seems like he's just looking for things to brag about because he's got such a weird, he's got such weird daddy issues. Like Freddy has the weirdest daddy issues. Yeah. Well, and this, this is again, you see Freddy walk in the door after that last scene, which I thought was a fairly strong scene. And now it's like, ah, oh, Freddy time. Okay. Let's jump back into your issues that are and aren't resolved. Yeah, it's every episode with this. And it's not like a fun, they don't get along. It is Freddy has a chip on his shoulder and cannot let it go. And I'm sure Frazier was a terrible dad. Of course he was. But Freddy just comes off as a bully. And in this, like at one point in the scene, Frazier says to him, cut that out. And I thought to myself, amen. Like, yeah. just, like you've made your point. You've, you've ribbed Frazier. Like you're, you don't have to keep beating the dead horse. It's dead. Leave it be. <laughs> one of the, my problems with this new season is that I, I find myself rooting for Frazier way more than I ever yes. did. I thought I'm finding myself kind of, feeling like I want Frazier to come out on top and to best Freddy. And that sucks because I, I, what I like about this show is seeing Frazier get dunked on. Well, and if you think about, like, they've built Frazier up even more. He's a, he's a household celebrity name for some reason. He's hella rich. Uh, his son is doing a noble profession that's hard work that doesn't pay a lot. And for some reason, we're constantly rooting for the snobby rich guy to come out on top. Like, that, that's tough. Doesn't make sense. That said, I loved his dig on casseroles. Casserole is made with canned soup and potato chips. I thought that was accurate. That's good. I honestly did not think we would ever see the firefighters again. I thought they were just there to worship Frazier. And yep. I, I was I was shocked we got more of them. They appear to be semi-main characters, yeah. Like, the way Noel and Kenny Powers and all the, like, occasionally showing up workplace acquaintances of Frazier's in the original show... I feel like maybe that's what these guys are, that these firefighters are in this show. Like, they're, they're not going to be in every episode. They're not going to be the focus. But they're just going to kind of be there to be goofy in the background once in a while. I guess so, yeah. The only difference is Eve kind of taking on the Roz role, which, whatever. Downgrade, but hey. <laughs> yes. I, actually think, I actually think the firefighters are more fun than the KACL contingency. Mm, that's interesting. This okay. one is mostly just Frasier uh, getting into it with a... 
with the dog, which we've confirmed Eddie is probably dead. He said he outlasted him at least. I am shocked to learn that you noticed there was a dog. I well, he's got. I think it was the black and white. Like it's easier to see. Dalmatian. Yeah. Yeah. High contrast. Anybody joining us for these bonus episodes who hasn't listened to the main feed, you will not know this, but Ryan uh, took many, many episodes to start noticing Eddie was there. He he's a little bit dog blind. Seen him exactly once. But I saw this dog as many times as I've seen Eddie. So at the end of this scene, they they go off to like help somebody, and Fraser leaves his his pot on a simmer. Did you think that the, the bit was going to be, he set the firehouse on fire? Cause that's what I thought was going to happen. hundred percent. I wrote that down. hundred percent thought that that fire station was going down. Especially when David was the only person left in the firehouse. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like he was going to overcorrect the castle a, and that was going to be the problem. David again, showing up pointless. Uh, well, no, he's not pointless in this episode. And I think I like him the best. If we just fully commit to him being like useless and kind of dumb, uh, the fact that the backing story for him is that he's a Harvard student is tough because it doesn't yeah. track with any time we ever see him. If we just yeah. pretend he's an orphan running around a fire station, turns out fine. Totally good with that as a storyline. See, that's interesting. I, I did not get anything out of this uh, subplot and and really just didn't enjoy any of it. Well, is that because you were imagining him as a kid that's also attending Harvard? Or did you just commit to him being dumb? Just the idea of a person playing the part of uh, sort of an idiot who is being mistaken for an orphan. Uh, no part of it was funny or fun to me. I just thought it was... <laughs> It didn't feel like Frasier plot. Like, it just felt like... It did not. It did not feel like It felt like, like a, a cartoon. Plot. It felt like a bad cartoon. I found this a much more palatable version of him, so I, I slightly disagree. Well, you like uh, bad cartoons. You're a fan of I, books. I, yeah. I mean, I watched Bugs Bunny right after, so... Yeah, I guess so. I'm sorry, Bugs. You're a good cartoon. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have said that. Speaking of cartoon, we, we get a guy stuck in a, a docky door. This is way more cartoony, yeah. Didn't really look that stuck. Also, do we send the entire fire station for an issue regardless of what it is? Like, do they have no intel going into the situation? That seems to be what's happening, yes. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. They always, always leave a civilian who <laughs> probably just an orphan. They usually leave one of them in, in charge. Who they don't trust to ride a bike without a helmet, but they'll leave him in charge of the whole station. <laughs> I'm guessing we sent the entire fire truck, right? Don't we see them getting into it? You don't need that for someone stuck in a door. Well, okay, so th- they all pile into like the fire SUV. Oh, it's okay. not like we never see a fire engine in this show. And clearly we need everyone to go for a one to two man job. That we're going to pull out a giant saw for, that doesn't feel right. No. I think just a little bit of canola oil. Right? Frazier's talking to him. Tell me what you're feeling. Sweaty palms, hearts racing. Uh, I can't catch my breath. No, I think I know what's happening. You've never met a celebrity of my caliber before. Driving what I I think of as heart attack symptoms. And I thought for sure that Frazier was going to mistake this guy being excited to see him. Uh, what turned out to be a heart attack. And that was going to be Freddie's chance to like save a life. Oh, that would have been good. I know. But again, like I wonder if like somebody did the first draft and somebody else did the second because there are all these things that seem like they're leading one direction and then just drop completely from the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, because I, you know, they, they, they're still kind of setting up these farce attempts and most of them don't really land. I'm going to harp on this. 
It's 27 minutes long. A Frasier episode doesn't need to be longer than 22. And there's easily five minutes of fluff they could have cut out and had a funnier, yep. more pleasant episode. Well, and this is another one where we're going to spend time with Frasier being vaguely competent, still being full of himself. Freddie being a dick for no reason. Like, it doesn't really highlight anyone's best moments here. No. And we're here for a while. Yeah. Which so should be just a blip. Or not even at all. Maybe we just walk back <laughs> and say, yeah, it's just a guy stuck in the door. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I guess that's a good point, too, is what, what story are we trying to tell? And why are we telling it here in this moment? Just to make Freddie more frustrated so that Frasier can be extra scared when he goes on the real mission? I don't know. I don't I don't think we needed it. Well, jumping to the end of the episode, like we get these this sort of reveal that Frasier intentionally withholds from Freddie, how much he is worried for him in this job because he doesn't want to burden him with his own fears, which you're not really reading the room, Frazier, first of all. <laughs> I don't feel it in this scene. The, at no point are you, you see Frazier threatened in the firehouse or even when they get into the fire truck. Like no. He's like, oh yeah, I guess I'll come along. I could see yeah, him being worried about Soup uh, like over Freddie in that given second, but like at once he does decide to come along, he's still not like, oh no, Freddie, you're going to be in a real dangerous situation. We've got this dynamic where Frazier, despite stating he's there to get close to Freddie, seems determined to avoid anything Freddie wants to do. And yeah. Freddie being sort of constantly pissed off that his dad uh, doesn't like his things. I almost feel like it would have been more fun if Frazier was a bit of a, a helicopter parent at this point and just like constantly <laughs> inserting himself into Freddie's life. And Freddie's like though. trying to hang at the firehouse and he's like, no, I'll come, I'll make a cassoulet. It'll be great. And Freddie being like, oh my God, you're so embarrassing. And And as much as he wants to be embarrassed by his dad, all of his firefighter buddies are like really into Frasier. Like that would have been much more fun, I think, than just Freddy as Dick. Yeah, I like that a lot better. <laughs> and if it tracks with everything that they're trying to build storyline wise. So write it, yeah. send it to him. Someone get that to the Frasier writers. We'll fix season two. Well, we know that uh, uh, Nicholas Lindhurst, who plays Alan, is, is an avid fan of our podcast. So That's right. Alan, we love you. We love that you like us. We like you too, Alan. We do. Except for one line in this whole show. Yes. When they get back to the firehouse and almost immediately leave again for another emergency, and this is a real emergency, Freddie, yeah. on his way out, turns like half to, like tur half turns back to the team, the firefighter team, and says to them, this is a big one, guys. Watch your six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, like, how annoying. Fuck off, Freddie. You're not in charge first of all i don't believe for a second you're like the head firefighter there's a good chance he's low man on the totem pole almost certainly and also they all already know everybody got the same call you did we all know what <laughs> we're going towards you don't need to say that like you look so phony the thing i do like is none of them acknowledge it <laughs> like i could see him just saying shit like that all the time and all of them just be like yeah okay freddie keep on trying there harvard the line <laughs> line does work in the sense that he's trying to instill in his dad like both jealousy and a sense of like a sense of importance and a sense of danger like it does make sense that he would try to beef it up by saying that but it just felt so forced it's, which it's i guess also, they should it's, but it's almost more annoying that it's a real issue right like if if he said that watch your six crap and then it was another guy stuck in the door that would actually be pretty fun yeah that line should have been moved they should have said that line on the way to the guy in the door yes right as, right as they're about to walk in the door dumb cut from watch your six to them standing around a guy stuck in the door <laughs> yeah that'd be way better oh See, you guys got all the parts. You just put them in the wrong order. Truth. 
So we get this heart to heart with Eve. Real quick, Adam and Eve, stupid. Oh my god! It w- like what? I like that they at least said it like it was a dumb joke. But man, I it's dumb. <laughs> but the rest of the so this is this is the, uh, the their big emotional scene this episode, which they've been doing consistently. They they've really they played up the the we're gonna do comedy like broad comedy, <laughs> and we're gonna do like a touching <laughs> moment. But this is the first one that didn't hit for me. That I thought it was again way too long, and yes. I just felt like it was a little overdrawn i didn't i didn't like this moment again i don't think it tracks with what we've seen from fraser but i think the storyline like it makes sense that he would be really scared when he goes on real missions and you know i don't know why i keep calling them missions i don't think they say that but still watch you six guys we got another mission um but I, it makes sense that he would be scared and he would be fretting in a bar and, and he wouldn't say that directly to his face because he doesn't want to pot. He doesn't want to give him extra fear. I think a lot of that does track. The problem is it doesn't track with the rest of the scenes we see. Right. Like this was probably in the first draft and then whoever made their edits forgot that this was an important part of the show. Yeah. I, but the actual yeah. scene, I thought it was good. I didn't think this one was too bad uh, or too long like the rest of the whole episode. Yeah, I, I I was fine with it at first. I think again, like every scene in this episode, it just had a beat too long and we, we, we understood the situation and kept talking. They also did the thing that they do with Roz occasionally where they made Eve a little too tuned in to, to Fraser's psych... Fraser's... What am I trying to say? You can do it, buddy. I believe Fraser's psychology. <laughs> Um, like she's, she really is tuned in, but she most of the time plays a fairly dumb role. So I love that the word you couldn't say is the name of our podcast. <laughs> Cause I wanted to say psychiatry <laughs> or psychiatric or something. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, we're going the right way around. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with myself. No, the, the Roz thing. Yes. I, I think you're right. This is the Roz role. And I don't think I put that together to be honest. I don't, until you said it today i didn't realize she was supposed to be our stand-in for roz and that's just so depressing because well, roz roz makes sense why she could fake doing some some fraser well, she's listening to fraser do it all day long right right now eve i guess has just picked it up because she's been around him for two weeks i don't know what why is she good at this or was that supposed to just be regular like bartender talk about people's woes i don't know i feel like it, they could have gone different ways it could have been she knows freddie really well and has insight to freddie didn't really go that route. Could have nope. been she's a bartender and bartenders have heart to hearts and they could have just really played her up as a character as like bartending and reaching people through bartending and sort of thing. They didn't go that route either. They could have even done she's an actress. So uh, maybe the like maybe the joke is she has this heart to heart and then is like, yeah, I got that from this new Script just, I got. That's just her line from a new, yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, didn't do that either. Just just kind of plopped it on the ground and left it be. Just kind of made her smart today. Well, we should we should wrap up this episode. So we we end up uh, with Fraser at 5 a.m. serving Freddie, who just got back from an all-nighter hard job, some beer and chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about that as a nutritional maneuver i've i've come home late from work that's never my go-to no they talk about him following the recipe and buttload of beef is definitely a thing people write in quote-unquote recipes and it's a huge pet peeve of mine Mm. drives me bananas because that's not a recipe that's just an approximation there's no reason to even write that down i agree i do agree with that fraser reacts to this chili like it is the one chip challenge like he reacts like it is (laughs) it's crazy 
And my mouth um, is a portal to hell. And when Freddie says he's like, "What you didn't know it would be spicy? What it, what it, what did you think the buttload of jalapenos are for?" And jalapenos are spicy, but they're not. I don't I don't think they're like that. I can't breathe level of of heat. So I like that this sort of implies that Fraser's kind of a pansy when it comes to spice. <laughs> the sophisticated palate doesn't necessarily have to include uh, spice, I don't think. So it is interesting. Maybe this is his first time around a jalapeno. That'd be fun. I've certainly never seen him eat one. He probably pronounces it jalapeno. Cassoulet. <laughs> I did like what he was mad about the Celtics. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about his insistence that it be pronounced Celtics. Yeah. Which I think is correct, right? I don't know actually why we pronounce it the Celtics. I don't know either. Um, if you're from Harvard, you, you go ahead and write in and tell us. Reverse psychod at gmail.com. And if you're from Ireland, go right into Harvard. At the end, it's it becomes pretty clear that they've sort of made up. Now, Freddie's going to tell him the story of what happened. And we're not going to hear the story. He's just going to, it's going to fade to black. The fade to black took five full minutes. Like, we linger for so damn long. I'm like, just end it. We all know it's over. Just end it. I'm glad that we didn't go emotional with the scene, back-to-back emotional. I think that would have yeah. been a little annoying. Agreed. Because it looked like that's where we were building, and then they instead do their, their switch them up, and it's it's the spice, which I'm glad. But yeah, it uh, took a while. Took a while to fade. Took a while to even get to the fade. It's another scene that probably could have been a minute, but whatever. Here we are. And then when we do the toss salad and scrambled eggs scene, um, I didn't even write anything in my notes because nothing, it was so nothing, nothing to me. <laughs> they put a helmet on him. I kind of hope he, j- he just becomes a firehouse boy the rest of the way. I'd be fine with that. It'd be great if he dropped out of Harvard too. <laughs> it was just a, not to become a firefighter, but to just hang out with firefighters. Yeah, he became like the new firefighter Dalmatian. I think that'd be fun. You would be so excited to get face paint and have like Dalmatian face on. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you think this was good? Was this bad or was this ugly? Oh boy, Kurt. Oh boy. Um, I think this one, it it had a, this was probably our best mix of all three. Uh, I really did like a couple of the scenes. I don't, again, we're nowhere near peak Frasier. We're just going to have to let that go at this point. But I think, you know, about half the scenes I thought were pretty good. Uh, there's always going to be some ugly. The more we use David, the more we use Freddie. Thankfully, Olivia didn't get that that bug this time. Little bit of bad, not as much as I think some of the other episodes. I'm gonna ultimately give it a good, but really, it's really just a mixed bag. A little bit of everything for you. I know we we are gonna be disagree buddies on this one because I do agree with you in that, like, I'm trying to embrace the show on its own merits. I'm not trying to just compare it to old Frasier. I'm comparing the episodes to each other, not to old Frasier apps. Same. Yeah. Given that context, I thought this was bad. I did not think. I think this is the worst one. Like some of them were ugly. Oh, some of them were like the worst. Oh, interesting. Because some of them were ugly. Some of them were like mess and didn't make a lot of sense and were just not uh, not good. But they were at least interesting. This one, every single scene, at some point, I kind of half paid attention because I was just bored by it. Like this one just sort of bored me. And I think that makes it really bad. So I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this one. Okay. You're undercrediting the fire guys because I think they were pretty good. Pretty much in all usage. David wasn't good usage, but the fire people interacting with him loved. Uh, you know, I, I would be happy to get more of them, but there was, there yes. was not enough of them to cling to. to... I could have used a little bit more. Yeah, I, I agree. Instead of doing that long scene with Eve, uh, we should have had a, much more fire station action. Yeah. Oh, well. I, bad's fair, but I okay, okay. 
I know we're not doing your old scale, but which one is your favorite so far of the four? Last week's. I thought last week. Um, See, though, we would have disagreed. Yeah. I thought last week it felt like it's really dragged in the middle, but I thought the beginning and ending were really strong. I, I don't remember, I actually don't remember if I rated it as good or not, but um, <laughs> now I, that you've I had this palate cleanser. On this, on this scale of this show, I thought that was the first one that felt like, okay, we're not doing setup anymore. It's sort of hit its, not really a stride, I don't think, but it's, it's you know, it, it's got some, it was a little bit funny, a little bit touching. I liked it. This one, uh, I didn't really laugh, and uh, the touching parts, fell flat for me so last episode i think was the most untapped potential i think we could have done a lot lot more with his past this episode it, you know we we get there's a little bit of untapped potential but i was watching with some other people there were some smirks there was a couple chuckles floating around the room I'll tell you what this show could be on tv uh, well, uh, join us next week when we've got another bonus episode for you covering the next episode, uh, episode five of this new season. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to Kevin. Wait, don't, you want to guess, music. don't you want to guess what the, na- the name of the app will be? Oh, that's a fun idea. No, I don't. You can. Uh, what was the episode name for this one? Uh, this one was called Trivial Pursuit. Oh, terrible. They're going really bad. Okay, let's do Crapplebees. And it takes place in an Applebee's. Crapplebees. That is... <laughs> I mean, I'm, de- I, I'm fine with some... Uh, product placement. Especially if they just crap all over it. But uh, yeah, let's have an episode that's just in one setting. Just one entire episode at a restaurant. Oh, a bottle episode in the Crapplebees. Yeah. We'll find out next week if that's what we get. Thanks to thanks for listening. Thanks to Kevin Cloud for our theme music. Um, and if you are enjoying these, please subscribe. Uh, enjoy our starting to release season 10 episodes, uh, which are going to be coming out concurrently with this new season. Um, they're very fun. Uh, and we go into a lot more depth on those. Uh, so we'll talk to you soon. Ciao. By the way, we t- we've talked in the in some mainline episodes about my mother, um, who kind of is the, the reason me and my brothers are Frasier fans. Yeah, I believe you said this was one of your mom's favorite shows. Yes. And um, I think we're giving this show a fair shake. I feel like we're trying to enjoy it. We're trying to get in the spirit of it. We, we've got criticisms, but we, we, we aren't hating on it we're not just hate watching it i think she's hate watching it i think she really doesn't like this rebirth